Hey, welcome everybody. This is your girl Donna M, aka the Urban Mommy, and this is the Urban Mommy Podcast. Today is Wednesday, which means it's time for Urban Reads Spotlight. That is a whole podcast that I dedicate to an author. We basically get together and we interview, we talk about the book, we talk about their inspiration, we talk about a little bit of everything, and today is nothing different. Today I have a book called DC Street, and it is by Kevin Quattlebaum. Y'all, I try to read these books before I do the interview because I want to know a little bit about the person before it. So I said, let me just kind of look and see a couple of pages and get the gist of what's going on. But when I picked that book up and I started reading, his words captivated me from the very first page. And I read a little bit more than I was supposed to because I was supposed to be working this week and catching up on my tests, but I didn't because I was going back and forth from book to book. Um, So I will say y'all are in for a treat today. I'm going to let y'all know in advance. I apologize because I was having some technical difficulties on my end. So my mic was a little messed up. And I'm letting y'all know right now I'm throwing that mic away. That's what I get for buying those cheap microphones. So I'm going to throw that mic away. It's not really that bad, y'all, but I did want to let y'all know. It's not what we usually do, but I'm just trying out some new equipment. So y'all stick around. Listen to the interview. It's a really good book. DC Streets. Remember, we are bringing support back. We're making support cool again. Support is simple. Sometimes all you got to do is click like, click share, subscribe, and make sure while we're at it, y'all subscribe to this channel. That helps us out a whole lot. Definitely helps out the mission. You know, my mission is just to help other people. I want to help other authors to get the word out about their books. You can have the best book in the world, but if people don't know about it, it's going to just remain that best book on that shelf in that room until we get the word out. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get the word about these books. And today, the book of the day is DC Streets. I want y'all to listen to the interview and stick around to the end so y'all can hear my final words. Hope y'all enjoy. Okay, so can you tell me about Kevin Quattlebaum? Tell us about yourself, like where you grew up, stuff like that. My name is Kevin Quattlebaum. I was raised in Washington, D.C. And um, my family was come from South Carolina, so you know, during the summertime, I go back and forth down there to stay, you know, to get to um, they know my family members and stuff. But I was originally um, raised in Washington, D.C. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So my question is, when did you decide that you wanted to be Uh, Like I said, uh, I was once, um, when I was incarcerated, I was uh, sitting around at free time didn't have much to do and started reading a few books. So I was really trying to read the law to uh, fight my case. And, you know, sometimes you read, read, and read, you get burned out. And then when, 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 when things come back with the courts and they prolong it or ask for extension, you get burned out. So I started reading, um, you know, on fictional books. And um, then I started reading them and it, it didn't make sense to me. It was like uh, books that were just you know, glorifying things that I, I, I changed my life and I was against, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I started writing my book and I really was, it, it was sort of like a, a novel to myself. But as I started reading, I started seeing how so many young guys was coming incarcerated by the same uh, things that uh, I was seeing. In the book. So I started writing about them. Right. Okay. So when you were reading while you were incarcerated, did you have a, a favorite book, a favorite novel? No, I really didn't. I, you know what I'm saying? The Bible. The Bible. That okay. was my favorite book. You know what I'm saying? 
But no, not 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 nobody particular. It was just, you know, something to kill time at first. Right. Okay. So when it comes to your writing, it influences you. So I know you say incarcerated, so a lot of the stuff maybe some stuff that you were seeing with yourself or, you know, going on in the community. Let me know what type of things influenced you. So like I said, I would just really write just a, sort of like a journal for real, to be honest. Okay. And then as I started writing them, I started saying, hey, man, I can put this together because, like I said, it was a lot of things. I, I grew up in D.C. at a bad time in the 80s, and that herb was real bad. And it was, uh, you know, drug confested, uh, a lot of homicide and stuff like that. And I witnessed so much stuff at a young age. And uh, people don't understand, like, um, my journal was my way of releasing some of the stress and stuff that I saw and, you know, stuff that affected my life you know made me make bad choices and you know stuff like that so it was you know that was basically the reason right so basically life was influencing you yeah of course that of was course. just your out that was just your out is dc street the first that you put out yeah so i really was had no plan on writing two and three but okay. as i wrote one it was so deep as far as the response that people were saying, I actually had guys in jail before I really finished reading it. They, you know, they, hey, Kevin, let me read your book. Let me read your book. And they was, you know, um, talking about it. So as I finished writing it, I came home from prison. So I started two because two was me really about a person. You know, when, when, when I was in prison, I had to learn to adapt to prison. So the person that I was, I was not that same person no more because I was in a different environment. So I, I, I wrote that that part too to show guys what prison is, is, is like. Because a lot of people get the wrong impression of prison. They think you just sit around and there's no trouble or this or that. But I, 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 the, the character that I use, I use myself from my experience because I didn't get in a lot of trouble in prison due to my action. It was because of where I was from. And people, you know, you to a person that never been incarcerated, they don't understand. It, it's infested in jail. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and coming from D.C., like, it was a lot of guys in D.C. that I end up had to deal with and eat with because in prison, you eat with the your city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, these same guys, I probably wouldn't even say nothing to them in the streets. But because I was incarcerated with them, I uh, had to deal with them. And I got to know them on certain, certain different levels. And, and end up, some of them still my good friends as of today, you know. So, so was that, that a that, state facility or federal? No, I was in federal. In D.C., okay. uh, we don't have a state facility. We have oh. uh, everyone go to the feds. So that's why it's so bad. And that's why they, um, uh, it'd be so many D.C. guys in there. And they be in there for, you know, minor crimes, one year, two years, three years, whereas everybody else might got 10 or 20. So it'd be so many of D.C. and they consider us a gang because it's so many of us. So you know many of y'all. Okay. Yeah, wow. and then we not, and then we so, uh, I don't like to use this word deep, but mm -hmm. it's so many of us that it's like we we not even from their city and we, I mean, and, and there would be more of us than people in their own state. You see what I'm saying? Right. So wow. yeah, like I said, so I, I really wrote that part of it because I had some um, experience being uh, from D.C., being labeled as a DC inmate, or they say uh, 
the DC uh, gang or whatever it was, and that that wasn't even my thing at all. You know what I'm saying? But right. that's how you'll be classified. So I had to let um, when I wrote too, it was about him in prison and what was his plans when he got out in the world. So once I finished two, I really did three because I feel like uh, people that come home from prison have to learn to adapt back to society because the things that you was doing, you probably ain't gonna do no more. Uh, uh, the neighborhood's not the same no more. So now you're not that dude no more. So you right. got to learn how to move in, in, a, in a new environment. So one, right. I was in the streets before, did them in prison, then I got to adapt to this. Then I got to adapt back to society and get to know my family again, get to know my kids again, and get to know how to get back on the work habits and stuff like that because, you know, it's a different vibe. So that was my only reason to write three. I actually didn't want to uh, continue writing this same story but once mm -hmm. I got so many feedback from it, I had to let these guys know that when you get out of prison, you you have to start all over again, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. So I know you said it started from your journal. So how mm -hmm. long did it take to actually write the first one? I know it's three series, but how long did it take to write the first one? The first one was a little long because, like I said, I had no intention on writing a book. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I was gotcha. just writing and, you know... And then, you know, when guys ask you, ask you stuff about you, then I had a chance to reflect. So I just feel like, like, um, I don't know that you read it yet, but in part one, it was a, a, the first scene was about a guy. Uh, they had twin brothers and one of them ended up getting... Yes, one of them yes, ended, I did. Yeah, so the crazy part about it was I lost my brother. So I used some of the stuff, that, the, the feelings that I felt when I found out my brother was dead. So I basically, it's basically letting people know, like, you know, your actions affect others. You know what I'm saying? Right. Life. You know what I'm saying? You could be outside um, robbing and somebody else see your family and they think you're doing it. Or, you know, police harassing you behind something that your family member did. But one, excuse me for going so long on this subject because it just made me think. Mm -hmm. When I was incarcerated, I called home one time mm -hmm. and I was speaking to my aunt and I asked her, I said, hey, how you doing? She said, I'm good, Kevin. How you need anything? I said, no, I'm good. And her words was, she said, I said, is anybody outside? And she said, Kevin, I love you. And I thought she was about to tell me something like somebody died mm -hmm. or something like that. She said, Kevin, you know, we raised you and we know, I know your heart and I know you believe in God. But let me tell you something, sweetheart. Baby, it's been quiet since you left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So when she told me that, that sort of was, that was worth it than the judge telling me I was going to jail. Wow. So I had to go back to myself from what she said. And I know she loved me because right. she continued to, you know, write me and send me stuff and like that. But I had to analyze the things that I was doing. And some of the things that I was doing was affecting my family. So I had no intention of doing no trouble or nothing around my way where, where we lived. Because my family, I had we had three houses on one block. So uh, I might just go around and see my family. And I come outside. Next thing I know. My friends pull up, they be shooting dice, they drinking, girls coming, fussing with their boyfriend. So mm -hmm. I didn't look at it like I played a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if I wasn't in the environment, hanging with a certain dude that I was hanging with, my family wouldn't have had to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. So I don't want to jump around, but since you brought it up talking about part two, let me, I just want to do, I do want to see you. The way you write that book, it's all uh, it's crazy to me because 
you really didn't have any training. You just literally started doing this from a journal because that book is so descriptive. Like when I first picked it up, I started reading. And then when you start with uh, the lady giving birth, the way you describe it, I'm like, there's no way. And then, you know, as a, you're a man and you're just well so like I can li- like visually see everything so I do want to commend you for the way that you write and it's, it's great like I'm curious like how were you in school were you like were you a good writer in school you know it's crazy about it but I never had good handwriting <laughs> but I, I, I could always write and and you know I, I visualize stuff I, I look at stuff from uh, from different angles mm-hmm. and, and, and like you said as far as the um uh, uh, the, the the baby birth part. I witnessed my uh, son get being born. Okay. And so I went, went when I when I did that scene, I I just reflected back on how uh-huh. my baby mother was acting when you know oh oh you know what I'm saying so, <laughs> right right. Going through all that, but you so could that tell because it was out. deep. I was like, I'm impressed. I'm telling you, that's that's what made me keep reading. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy like it was it's you literally. You paint pictures like every scene. I have no, well, I'm lying. I have been to DC, but I haven't been like the hood in DC. I can literally like see everything as it was going on. And yeah, that's I got a, good. I got a lot of people that told me that they were like, man, you you wrote it like you say, like how you talk, how you act. So they, yeah. it, they sort of was there. So, with, with, and that came from with me thinking about the narrating when I uh, um, narrated a little bit because I wanted people to feel what I was going through and the mm-hmm. scenes and uh, everything because I wanted my story to be on taking that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I could have just finished. I, I thought it just, like like I said, could have just kept writing. But as I wrote, I wanted people to feel it because, you know, when you lose someone, people easy to say uh, what they will do. It's easy to say right. what someone to do until you're in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like uh, one bad choice could mess your life up for the rest of your life. So, right. so, and that would motivate me to do three because three basically talking about after he got out out of, out of, out of prison. Talk about Tim, had, right? Yeah, Tim. Okay. He had to adapt to, uh, you know, trying to get a job, trying to build a relationship back with his family, and you know, what I'm saying which, which is what, what normally happens, but people don't think. Or a lot of people be in prison and they think they're gonna come back and life gonna be nice. It's, it's totally same. not that. Right. It's not that. You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I really want to show people the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Some people try to glorify that stuff. And, you know, I mean, and I'm not the, I'm not one to say that I didn't like the things that I was doing when I was doing them. Mm-hmm. But after I got incarcerated, I realized the pain and the stress that I was putting on other people, you know, right. as well as my grandmother. When, when, she, when I came home from prison, uh, it probably was a month later, she told me... She said, "Baby, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready to go now." And I'm like, wow. "Go where?" Like she was wow. holding on for me to come home before she died. Wow. And she ended up dying some months later. She said, "I'm good now. And I seen my baby." And that oh. was like, "Wow!" I had her. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and, and I had to tell her. I said, "If you ready to go, baby, go ahead." You know what I'm saying? But I'm. A, I love you. And um, you know, it, it just made me realize all uh, the the pain and stuff that I caused people by my actions. And I um and, and on to that um uh, uh I remember one time I I was living in a house out in Maryland and my grandmother heard some gunshots and she was she said she died on the ground and she started crying and I thought she was saying she's dying diving down the ground because she was ducking bullets 
Well, she said she was down there praying for me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I'm like, wow. Like, I really was a problem. Like, not I wasn't a bad guy, but my mm-hmm. action affected so many other people by it. So like I said, when I write that book, it was really, you know, some of the things that I witnessed, seeing how people acted when it when it happened. And, you know, you know, even out to a mother, you know, saying that, that uh, somebody really always asked me about when she found out her son died, you know, just mm-hmm. imagine the mother hearing that. She was, right. she didn't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She didn't want to hear, no, you, you tripped. My son ain't dead. And right. that would happen in so many um, homicides, these parents appear. If people think that, you know, oh, my son dead, no, nah, people done lost something that they love. So that's why mm-hmm. I emphasize it with her actions because I've seen it happen so many times growing up in my, in my area. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I'm, I'm just thinking about, so, well, let me say one thing. One thing that I was upset about, but this is life, so I guess I can't get mad. I was like, so every time that they went behind a person, this is the person that killed the brother, they didn't even give him a chance to say nothing. They just were shooting him. <laughs> well, see, see, so... I guess, um, where, uh, can I ask you where you from? I'm from New Orleans. You sound like a Wody. You sound like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like one of them Wody's. We, we call our DC guys in prison, we call our the New Orleans Wody. guys the Wody's. Oh, you, oh, oh. Hey, tell old Wody and one of them Wody's to come over here. You know what I'm saying? But you know, everybody has their own language and, and lingo. Right. So um, if you've never been in, in, um, in those environments and seen it, you know, uh, people talk that crazy stuff, but most killers they don't talk they because do they uh they want to get it done. All that talking that's that's the videos, that's the rappers, that's that. Mm-hmm. But I, um, but I just wanted those brothers to know why they was getting killed. I needed them to know. You needed them to know. I needed them to know because I want you know because he he didn't even see it coming. So let me ask you this. Let let me ask you this. Did Tim brother, did he know what was happening? Well, they was robbing him. So he did know because they were like, give me your stuff. Now he didn't know he was going to die, but at least he had, you know. You got to see three. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You got to see three. So, and I left that out. I left that out because people just thought it was just a robbery because if it was a robbery, they they never took nothing. Do you notice that? Ah, uh, okay, okay. If you remember, he never took nothing. He started kicking them, and, and you know what I'm saying. Uh huh. So I'm, I'm guessing they probably thought it was the brother. I'm not even gonna tell you. I'm gonna make sure you <laughs> buy part three. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get it because I'm telling you, I've been tuned in. I've been listening. I had another one I was supposed to be reading, so I've been kind of going back and forth. And I'm like, oh, this is getting good. Oh, this is getting good. Then it went to ACL. Damn it, he read again. He just. Oh, just pop the man! I be wanting to, you know, I guess I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm used to TV. I want to see it. Something slap him with a gun. Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What's crazy? Even with some of the sex scenes, right? When I first came home, a girl read the book. She said, "I ain't know you was that like that." I'm like, "Baby, that was a book." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, don't see you. It's pretty good. It was good. Yeah, she <laughs> said, "Man, I, I ain't know you that. You can do it like that." I said, "Man, you talking with the book?" <laughs> Yeah, those was pretty good. They they were you did I gotta lie, you, you paint very good pictures and I'm telling you that. Like I'm I'm reading it and I'm like, this I can't now nah, I'm mad because I'm like, we got a two and a three? No. Okay, so now I got some some re
say you run into somebody and they tell you what is the dish about now don't tell me what you have on that he he is trying to avenge death from his brother because it's way more than that like that book is way more than that because at first he's like oh he's gonna avenge death for his brother i'm like after the first 10 minutes like what else is the book about so it's, it's about a whole lot so give us the best description that you can about the book without giving away too much we trust me we still don't buy it I'm, I'm telling y'all this book is good y'all like this book is this i've been i've been in this book for real i've been trying to work and read the dc streets well dc streets like i said uh in that era when i grew up it was kind of wild you know what I'm saying and you know to see a homicide it, it, it was normal you know what I'm saying it's crazy that people feel like uh oh man that's normal but when you start constantly seeing it and it start being a regular basis it'd be normal you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um dc street was you know when, when like i say most people when they think about dc they automatically think about the white house the Capitol, and the monument mm-hmm. but you know around the corner a couple of them but one or two miles is something totally different you know what i'm saying sometimes it happens right in front of the white house you know but um it's it's basically about an individual that had no intention to being a killer. You know what I'm saying? Actually, he was one to just, you know, sell drugs. You know, but um, when his brother died, you know, situation it turned you into something that you don't want to be. But through your faith and your religions and your faith and your family and your upbringings, it'll humble you. You know, you 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 have a conscience and you have a regret. So that what happened to Tim so much. Um, yeah, you know, you know. You know, I, I, I tell people this right now, and, and I hope I don't uh, offend nobody by saying this. I say, um, I try to avoid violence. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I try to, you know, excuse me, brother, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. But the way I brought up, I believe some in some scenario, violence are needed. You know what I'm saying? Because right. some guys don't respect violence. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't respect their humbleness. You tell them I'm sorry, excuse me, and they gonna still going. So sometimes you might have to bop somebody upside the head because that's the only thing they understand. They, oh man, you going too far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like I said, with, with, with that book, it was more. Uh, it was a, a lot of me, a lot of growth, and you know, even out to uh, the way Tim was treating women as it got old. As, as the end came, you know, you know. Uh, he wanted to change, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. change is good, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, 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 and 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 taking away from the book, I honestly believe that jail saved my life. Mm. I believe if I was if I was if I didn't get incarcerated, and I actually got incarcerated for something that I didn't do, mm. but I realized that I'd have done so much in the past that it caught right. up with me. Right. But through my faith in God and my religious God, say, hey, let me put you down, bro, because somebody gonna kill you or you gonna end up killing somebody and you never gonna come home. So God set me down and God gave me the ability to write my story and, you know, to show people like, you can change. And and that was one of my goals to come home to change because the same way I had people follow me when I was breaking the law, I wanted, I say, I can make them follow me doing something right. You see what I'm saying? So I, I use it, you know, and um, I, I never said it in a book. I, I, I got addicted to drugs behind my brother's death, you know what I'm saying, real bad. And um, I still talk to people, and they be like, man, you ain't never used drugs, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, like, I was gone real bad. So I sit down and explain people how a situation happens to people, and you never know, you know, I never thought I'd be a junkie. 
You know, yeah. I never thought that. You, I was a basketball player, football player. I was a sport person. I would never thought drugs. Right. Right. A situation occurred, and I and I got addicted to it. I was in the wrong place, environment, curiosity, so many other things drove me to it, and it caught me at a vulnerable time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, with, so like I said, with that book, I've really just been writing it to show people that you can change your life. You know what I'm saying? And one mistake that you make could cause you a lot of trouble, but you go all oh, it, it it don't it don't necessarily have to be the end. Hmm. I like that. Okay. So, in your book, who is your favorite character? Um, I'm really gonna say Tim because mm-hmm. Tim remind me of me so much, right? Okay. And Tim was me in so many situations. But I liked it a lot of them because all of them had a uh, different one. Of them had different morals and principles. Even now, to the to to the morals, Tim. If to someone when 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 his when he killed his cousin, I mean I won't get into the book, mm-hmm. but you know to somebody else they was like, um, man, why would he kill his cousin? You know, mm-hmm. but when you in that lifestyle, you like, man, I, I try to warn him. He gonna cause everybody to go down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and if 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 he gonna get killed in these streets or these drugs, I rather be me. I don't want no police killing him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, so and, and that was the mind frame at that time because I done seen that happen where a guy, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh yeah, a guy ended up killing his family member behind the same thing because you know he was tripping so bad that he feel they feel like he gonna make everybody go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So some some yeah, but I think Tim was the best because you know he really cared about his people. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 why I say that because in two and three you'll see the change, you know what I'm saying? In him, okay. Did you have a least favorite character, somebody that? Because I know sometimes I'm an author myself, so sometimes you're writing characters in your book, you really don't know what's gonna happen with that character. Like sometimes the pen, you know, it just goes, and you really don't. Is there anybody in your book that you did not like the way that they they ended up or they, the way they they were developed? Yeah, um, you know his friend, his connect, uh, 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 Rome. Rome, okay. And I wrote Rome, and Rome was a figment of a of someone. It's not my guy, Rome. I know a guy. I use Rome name because Rome name sounds sexy to it. You know, Rome. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, you go. Let me tell you a story on that. So when I came home, and Rome read the book, my friend Rome. Man, don't be making me out no curse. I ain't hot. I ain't never told her nobody. I say, Rome, I didn't use your name because your name was sexy, buddy. Right. No, man, people calling me saying that you said I was hot and all that. I said, Rome, did you ever tell on anybody? I mean, he right. was, the book was so real. I mean, to right. people that I was getting, I was getting confronted. Like, I, I you know what I'm saying? They really but thought I, that really happened. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I really didn't like Rome Curtis because he was a stand-up guy. And I don't know, do you remember what happened to him with his wife, with his woman? You know what I'm saying? So, I said... That far. I'm huh? Now, I... Where am I? Remember why I'm at. I'm in the beginning, so I'm, I'm past when he... Oh, you ain't get there yet. No, I didn't get to, No, I didn't get that far yet. Yeah, so when you get to that part, you're going to see... I, I just don't like grown characters. Like, and I tell guys this, if you're in the street, stay in on that. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you want to be on that, don't, don't, don't... Don't get bad when 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 it, when it, when it go bad for you. Don't start putting it on everybody else. Take responsibility of your action. And right. I didn't like wrong. I, I mean, 
I didn't like Ron Carter in that because he was with it when it was good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, I hope you. I mean, when you get to it, I hope you really enjoy it because I know you got into the first part of. But it's 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 pretty deep. It's pretty deep. I bet. All right, so makes what makes your story stand out amongst other stories? Well, I can't speak on behalf of nobody else's story. Mm-hmm. But but it's so much realness in it. It's nothing educated. It, it's it's not blown up. Or he had a million kilos and he had a right. a, 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 a good a, huh? That's a skull yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't all that. I mean, it was something that someone could relate to it. And you know, everybody goes through something. You know what I'm saying? So like, even with my wife, she speaks on domestic violence and stuff like that right and I and, and and when she speaks on it she be speaking on it but it, it reached so many different people because mm-hmm. you know you might have somebody in your family been molested or or you know what I'm saying or domestic violence you know what I'm saying but no one to know so because I done had a lot of people that uh said damn bro that was deep bro I, I, I lost my man you know what I'm saying and you know we could easily say that um Tim wasn't a really a bad guy but when you're in a situation, you never know what you'll do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. That's so true. You really don't know, like, you know, what's going to happen. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought the phone went out. Okay, so my next question. So once you finished the book, did you send the book to some homies and, and that was still locked up? So actually... um. Um, it was it was getting a buzz that I didn't even know about. So I had one of my best friends, and he he works for the government, and he does a lot of stuff. And he was like, you know, a lot of you know, like I said, I was in prison. I read books, so people were like, hey man, I need man, how can I get it? Tell my people that my they started buying it like that. But I, I sent it to a few of my friends. Like in prison, it's it's sort of like recycle. You know, right. once I pr- pass it around. Pass it around, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what, what what made me know it was a good book, I had people from other cities liking it, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just my city, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was other people, you know what I'm saying? And I actually had a guy, a Chinese guy, I don't know what made him read it, but he said, I really enjoyed it. And I think what drew him to it was he heard about, you know, the, the book cover, DC Streets. You see what I'm saying? But when he get got into it he was like wow you know what I'm saying and he reached out to me and I reached back to him and yeah so what was in jail saying about it oh they love it you know what I'm saying and then, and then, then I mean I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's a, a, a the best book in the world mm-hmm. but it's a book that you can learn from mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and it shows you that um that that game ain't good you know what I'm saying any any, any minute someone to turn on you because everybody have different morals and principles. Right. You know, I, I, and, and I don't know, did you get to the part when no, no, was he locked up? No, you didn't get to it, but it was one little part. I ain't gonna tell you the story, but I'm just saying one <laughs> part. He had a cellmate that was gay, was messing with boys. Mm. And, you know, he had a lot of uh, rep, I mean, you know, he had the reputation he had from the street, so a lot of people looked up to him. So he told the girl, he told the guy, he told him, uh, hey, do you you know what I'm saying? Not, I mean, do you, but just don't include me. But what right. what's going to happen is this. 
keep that away from me. That's your lifestyle. I'm not judging you, but you can't sleep in my cell doing that. So he ended up telling God, man, we still, but whatever you do on that stuff, keep it away from me. So I, I wrote that because I was incarcerated. I seen guys that was messing with men, you know, other men all over the world. People can say this city is all over. You know what I'm saying? When people get too much time, they lose it. They be thinking they ain't never come home. But my morals and principles totally against it. But I um I don't I don't judge people. You know, since everybody has their own preference and their own lifestyle. People probably ain't like the lifestyle that I was living at one time. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I made an example to let the dude know like just cause a person's sex preference is what it is and it's not yours, mm-hmm. that'll make it a bad person. You know what I'm saying? So that was one thing that I liked it because I'm glad I wrote that because you know, a lot of people start uh, judging people and, you know, thinking that they still men, you know what I'm saying? They just, they morals are different. Right. Okay. So, now this, I guess this is all book, but I do have a question. So, I, I like to watch documentaries on and read books like way too much. I don't know why, but I'd like to read it. So, it's almost like they said it family because sometimes people be there so long that they really start living a family like there's people they call mother and daddy and they, they so that's really true well the thing about that is this you know a lot of guys come in at a young age you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and you know you you start I, so let me give you an example I had a guy got attached to a guy so much and not gay they just been doing their time together so long and he got a chance to leave. Um, it, it, even if you watch, if you watch uh, uh what's that movie? Um, Martin Lawrence and them life. Life, uh huh. You know how he would like to do? They want to go to society. He want to go home. Mm-hmm. And he better, mm-hmm. he better be dead than that because he ain't know how to deal with the society. He ain't know how his family gonna look at him because he wasn't the same person that he was when he went in. Mm-hmm. So you you end up you you, you become family because. That's what you see every day. They be more your family than than your family because you get right. maybe uh, twenty minutes a uh, day to talk to your family, but just somebody that you see every day, someone is watching right. your back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it don't it don't change your love for your family, but these you pick these like how you will be in the street. This this I, I roll with him, and then when you see him down. You pull them up. Hey, man, I got some, my people send me some money, man. You need something from the store when I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then, and then you got, like like you said, with the father stuff, you know, they, they be role models. And you know what I'm saying? Somebody look after you. You know what I'm saying? And you be like, man, mm-hmm. man. you know what I'm saying? I don't play that big homie stuff. I, I That's just me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't play that big homie stuff because I don't want you to feel like you could talk to me any kind of way. I respect you as an older person or a wiser person. And there's some young guys more wiser than um, some of the old fools that come in because they've been in so long. And one thing what prison taught me, it taught me how to respect people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A lot of young guys out in the society don't know how to respect, but when they get in the penitentiaries, they have to respect other men and not just your skeeper. Because in prison, if, if, I, if I'm your big homie and I see you disrespecting another man, I need to check you like a father. Mm-hmm. Be because you're gonna put me in a situation where I'm gonna have to defend your actions. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So right. that's how that family stuff go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's that's a lot. I'm I'm telling you, I'm, I'm into it and I do like the story. Excited. I'm really gonna have to go finish the book because I want to see what's gonna happen with Tim, especially 
behind bars. And I knew when I was listening to the scene when um saying the scene, I'm really thinking it's a movie. When I was when I was when I was in the part when um I think they were doing a hearing for Rome actually. The way that you called everything out, I'm telling you, I felt like I was listening to docket case two 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 and all that kind of stuff that you were saying, like in the book. I was like, This is this is really good. So but I want to tell you again, I want to commend you. So let me ask you, you did one, two, and three for DC Streets. Do you see yourself putting more out there? Well, I have a whole lot of different things in my mind, right? But like, um, I've been really working with helping my wife with her projects. And um, three, I, I could have been finished three, mm-hmm. but I wanted a little bit more living in society. You see what I'm saying? Because I want it, I want it, I want, I mean, I don't want one and two to be so real and three just blah, blah, blah. No, nah, I want right. you to see how I almost got in trouble for uh, uh, being on probation. You know what I'm saying? I was doing all the right things, but I actually went out of the town. I went a little bit too far. I thought Merlin was Merlin, but some parts of Merlin <laughs> is too far. You know mm-hmm. what I'm mean? saying? Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting pulled over and my and, and, and alerted my P.O., you know, I ain't used that scene, but I, I'm just using an example of some of the things where I wrote three, three takes so long, because you you don't think you're doing nothing wrong, but once you're on 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 paper probation or parole, you got to follow a strict guideline. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So that's what took me so long with three. But yeah, I have a lot of other things because I want to, um, you know, help people. I mean, I want to mm-hmm. show people, you know, that some of my some of my, my choices that I made, I really want to write a book about my addiction. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I when I stopped, I completely stopped. I got to the point where I seen that I was hurting all my family members by my actions. So I sat down and prayed and I asked God, I said, God, please can you take this desire out of my mouth because I don't want it no more. And mm. I got, God heard my heart and I promise you I never used them drugs again in, 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 it's been over 30 some years now. You wow. know, stopped like 30, you know, it's been, it been a while. But I, I still be judged by that. Oh man, you know he used to, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. <laughs> they they don't judge me, but it always comes up because I speak, you know, I speak on it. I'm 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 affirming. Hey, if I could get off of it, brother, you can. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when people see me doing positive things, and they be like, hey, you know, you know, you gonna have haters. Oh man, you know he used to do this and this and this and this. But they right. don't want to say what I'm doing good. But so when they do bring it up, I say, look at me now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not him no more. Right. So I hope I hope my actions show other people that you can get off of it too. You know, a guy tell me, he said, man, I've been trying to get off of it for years, man. What was your thing? I said, man, I wanted to be off. You know, I, I was done. You got to want it. I'm not telling you to stop. But <laughs> when you're ready, you'll be, be ready. ready. But you you got to be ready. And you can't do it for nobody else but you. Not your kids, not your mother, nobody but you. Mm-hmm. Get a book. Where can they get your book? They could get it off Amazon and yeah, Barnes and Noble. Okay. Yeah. I just type in DC Streets and Kevin Quattlebaum is the name. So, do you yeah. have any social media? If they want to keep up with you. Well, I'm on IG and the author Kevin Q. Author Kevin Q. All right, I'm gonna have to follow you. Hey, y'all, I'm back. Didn't I tell y'all that was going to be a good one? See, I told you, it really is a good one. Y'all make sure y'all go pick up that book. It's at Barnes & Noble and it's at Amazon. DC Streets by Kevin Quattlebaum. And make sure you go follow him as well. Author Kevin Q, 
And while y'all there, make sure y'all are following. I am Urban Mommy on Instagram, The Real Urban Mommy on TikTok, and the website is urbanmommy.net. Remember, we bringing support back. We are supporting, and that's what we're going to be doing. That is the motto. We're supporting each other. So if y'all have a book, if you want to get on a podcast, or if you want to talk about something, y'all hit me up. Let me know. Hit that DM up. Let me know because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring support back. It's different over here, y'all. It's really different over here. We are going to bring support back because it can happen. It only takes one person to tell one person that's going to tell one person that's going to keep telling people. And that's what we're trying to do. We hope that you're going to be that one person. So I appreciate y'all again for being here. And if the law say the same, y'all will be hearing from me next week. Y'all have a good week. Peace.